I'm the boss. I'm the gaffer. And at the end of the day, whatever I say goes, the book stops with me. Don't forget to bring a towel. Number eight. <coughs> Number eight. <coughs> Number eight. <coughs> this is President Martin J. Higgins, and I'm listening to Tales from the East End. <laughs> Episode 147, and it's me, Gary P, and of course, the Prof Carroll. The biggest Shamrock Rovers podcast out there. The best. The biggest, the best. We are number one, Prof. What's that a quote from, Gary? <laughs> from Irish football fan TV. Yeah. We're the only one, Paul. I meant to say it to him. <laughs> so kind of the only one. Um, yeah, no, great. Uh, Paul, Paul's a good lad. Uh, hashtag media horror. We're still sponsored by uh, Ocean Electrical. As usual, fantastic, and we will have some merch coming soon. We have gotten some more samples from um, another company, so we're uh, they're gonna be coming at you soon enough. Polos, tees, hoodies, gillets, or gilets, and uh, watch out for that. So, Ocean Electrical, once again, are friends in sponsorship. So, the Rovers are back, prof, in the most royally significant event this week the President's Cup final on Friday, and we have the Tifties hotline. Where's the have we got the have we got the sound effect? Yeah, we're putting it in this week. Boing! And uh, 10 fans answer our five boring questions. And next up on our Player of the Year series is Rovers Captain and 2012 Award winner, Ronan Finn. So Finner is uh, making his debut on the Player of the Year series. Well, one thing about that, Tucker, uh, I didn't conduct that interview. You didn't conduct that interview. It was Winston. So Winston is coming up, friend of the show. and uh, Winston meets Ronan Finn. Fully in the club, 40 years. Yes, he is. And reaction to our last show, the worst 11 and our Maureen Connolly segment, so it went down an absolute tearjerker, to say the least, Prof. And I love the contrast in in our show. Like, on one hand, we're absolutely shitting all over players, and then we're sending out our condolences to one of our most beloved hoops. So I love the way we can do that. I know. Uh, but I have to say, I've never... I think this is probably one of the most popular segments. Shitting on players is what Rovers fans do. It's, and they do it well. There's something just universally entertaining about shitting on players. It's very enjoyable. Like Even that doesn't work. They were listening to it and they started coming up with their worst Man United and Liverpool and Ireland 11s. It's just, it was catching on. Yeah, it does. It's uh, it's very funny. And any, any, if any players are out there who are listening, don't take it seriously. It's it's not that deep. <laughs> it's just a bit of crack with Rovers fans. You're just trying to make it up to Keith Fat here, aren't you? That's it, yeah. Fats. You put up on Instagram which players, uh, or who's the worst players, who got mentioned the most? Possibly our most uh, popular popular uh, segment, not segment, but post on Instagram. Like, I mean, Cameron King was mentioned a lot, Kerry Gilbert. Uh, Pascal Vodquin, he got dumped in the mix there a couple of times. 
Hmm. Um, yeah, there was, it was really, really interesting. Uh, Killian, the Brennans. The Brennans got mentioned in there as well. So there's loads, loads hmm. of people. The hatred is deep. Yeah, the Rocky Four soundtrack went down a tree as well. <laughs> uh, Ed Saul said he had to turn off the podcast on his walk and actually listen to the whole soundtrack. Shadow box all the way down the canal. <laughs> and then when I heard him say that, I did the same in work. I put on the whole Rocky soundtrack. So it was just 80s cheese for <laughs> for an hour and a half. No easy way out, no mm. shortcut home. But uh, yeah, Ed thrown under the bus by Kieran Stafford in uh, that worst 11 seconds. Absolutely. That's uh, Ed, the new Crumley United manager, so congrats to Ed. Congrats, Ed, and a big, big job. We're going to go into our Leinster Senior League segment now, where I go off on a tangent. But it's a huge job, because the Loughran era is over now, and he's tasked with rebuilding the team as well, because they lost a lot of players. They held on to a couple of key players, but they lost the, the, the nucleus of their squad, so it's going to be very interesting to see who Ed can get in. He's already got his uh, finger in the transfer market as it is, so good luck to Ed, and of course, D12, prof, hot bit of talent. Certainly is. Bound to rise to the top again. So, uh, yeah, that was that. And the Rovers members meet and saw more technological fun and games, but we got there in the end. So, sack the board, hashtag mm-hmm. board out. Do you notice we have to use real names now? So, Gary, you can't use where's my brick. Yeah, yeah I, got, I think I actually got thrown out for that. Because <laughs> I, I had to log back in, and then Rochi said to me after, he goes, You were late. I says, No, I was, where's my brick? <laughs> I was at the old voyeurism again, Gar. Uh Well, actually, Mark uh, kind of pointed out Dave Carpenter, his man cave. So then Absolutely I, brilliant. So then I clicked on him. I was like, holy shit, that is amazing. It's impressive, isn't it? And my first thought was, I need to use that for the documentary when we start filming again. That looks class. And we've had an upgrade from James Cook's one as well, and he's yeah. now barred from posting it on, online. He's got kegs of Guinness. He's got whiskey. Got the taps. He's got the sixty-inch telly in now. So from now on, he's blocked on Instagram or any sort of social media because the jealousy is real. It's mm. absolutely amazing. So we have to get back, James. <laughs> open up your heart and your home to Tifties and let us back in. Um. So ten young players, prof, and professional contracts, and the B team will have friendlies in the next couple of weeks and continue to play the likes of Brentford B in the summer. So Rovers two lives on despite not being invited to play in the first division. This is a very, very strange, unprecedented event. I think it must be the first time this has ever happened. A B team not in a division or a reserve team not in a division just playing friendlies all all, this, all season. It is unusual, but we we had plans in place for a B team, so we kind of have to do something. It's very strange, and, isn't it? Yeah, the 19s, as we've said in the meeting, the 19s and B players haven't been allowed to train under the current government restrictions. That's been a hindrance as well. So they're not elite, as it stands. Yeah. But it's a very strange situation. and There's a couple of players there that possibly won't qualify for the 17s and the 19s, and they're stuck in limbo. So uh, to have them in the B team, and I think we can choose to, to play them in the fourth team if possible, if we need. That's mm-hmm. something that could be cleared up, but... If it is the case, then it's a, it's more talent to dip into, and be able to to you know just puff up the team a little bit. Well, you can play any player in a league match. It's more registration is more for like Europe and things. Yeah, like that. yeah, yeah. Prof made the tea and all today. I'm being spoilt in the lair, in the dungeon. That's the first nice thing you've ever said about this lair. <laughs> Has nice tea. <laughs> Right, so uh, yeah, shortly after we aired a couple of weeks ago, it was reported that Richie Tell signed a pre-contract agreement with Rovers to sign in the summer. It's not official yet, but it seems to be done and dusted. And this, this is huge, huge, prof. What a player he's going to be in Europe. 
we do finally get it over the line. Like you said, it's just about done and dusted. But this is the best player in the league with Jack Bourne last 10, 15 years. Yeah. So, depends what Richie Tower we're going to get back. Hopefully, it's still the goal scorer and marauding centre mid. But he's been playing week in, week out for Salford. Yeah, in my time watching the league, if you're asking me, like, what's the one standout season by any player? It's Richie Tell in 2015. He was sensational. Absolutely stunning. Scored for fun. Did it all. Absolutely brilliant. So really, really excited Mm. to get that back. The only thing I'd I'd say is that I'm hoping I'm not overshooting here. Like, I'm I'm getting too excited. You know, my expectations are high for this guy. The answer is probably somewhere in the middle. You'll get the Doc fans saying, oh, he's 30, he won't be the same. At the same time, we can't, you know, maybe we can't expect him in his prime. Yeah. Although, like, what is he, 30? So, I mean, midfielders probably do sort of peak around 24. 28-32 is your prime, isn't that's it, really? Sort of, Hopefully. Sort of but I love how sick Dundalk fans are. Oh, that's great. Just hooking it to the veins. And you get the inevitable, like, oh, I didn't fancy her anyway. Oh, yeah, that's it. It's like, yeah. oh, we got the best years out of them. Grand Rovers are, are entitled to them. Mm. That's when you were offering them three grand a week for a year, lads. <laughs> and the gas thing is the narrative is that we've outbid Dundalk, but that's not even true. No. We've either matched it or gone lower. I don't know what the... We've got them longer. That's it. We've gone longer. Yeah. We've given them a longer contract. They've given them yeah. more money, less time. We're not we're not privy to what the the wages are. But mm. all we know is we did not go higher than the dock. Yeah. Brilliant stuff. Absolutely yeah. brilliant. He just knew. I'd say he took one walk around the and he goes, Why was I here in the first place? <laughs> not a chance. I love how he, he told the dock initially that he wanted to go there, but then he changed his mind. And uh El Bill wasn't too impressed with that. So he arranged a meeting for Richie to explain his decision. And shockingly, Richie didn't turn up because why would he? He that that happened. Yeah, it happened. Yeah. So old Bill, who wanted a telephone in the dugout, yeah, and uh, wanted the goalkeeper to take throw-ins or corners. Corners, yeah. Wanted Richie Tell to turn up after agreeing to sign Rovers and explain why he wouldn't sign with Dundalk. Yep, fell off his head. <laughs> off his head. My God. Yeah, so great, great stuff. Delighted to have Richie in. And uh, we're going to get straight into it and play our first batch of callers into the Tifties hotline. The questions were as follows. So which teams will finish in the top three in the table in order and who will get relegated this season? What's starting eleven? Would you go with against Dundalk in the President's Cup on Friday? Who will be Rovers' top goalscorer and highest assist maker in the competition in 2021? And what month do you predict the, do you predict the first fans are going to be allowed back into Tallaght Stadium? And which player... Would you like on our Tales from the East Stand interview next our Player of the Year series? Harry Kenny, 1981, Glenn Fitzpatrick, 2003, or Brando Miele, 2015, and why? So a straight-to-the-point fantastic set of five questions, Prof. Yep. And, uh, so here we go. Here we go. My name's Owen Rice. I think the top three this season is going to be the same as last season. Uh, Rovers tops and talk seconds, Bowes third. And I think Longford are going to get relegated. Uh, and I'm saying that just because I'd forgotten until a minute ago that they'd been promoted. Uh, the starting 11 I'd go for for the President's Cup would be Big Al, um, Gannon right back, Kavanaugh left back, Pico, Grace, Joey uh, in the middle, uh, Finn, O'Neill, and Watts in midfield, and Burke and Green up top. Uh, some big calls there, but I think it's good to have. Gannon up against his old team and that, that frees uh, Finn to go back into the middle. I think our top scorer this season is going to be Graham Burke. 
uh, Burke is going to get us 16 goals to be precise. And I think our highest assist uh, maker will be Dylan Watts. I uh, think this is going to be a big year for Watts. A uh, great player. And I think this will be the year he'll, he'll kind of um, finally establish himself. He's going to get uh, nine assists, let's say. Um, the month we get back into the stadium, uh, hopefully August, probably more likely September, uh, if not even after that. But listen, hopefully we'll all get back in at some stage this season and see Rovers lift some silverware. Um, that's obviously what what we all want uh, to see happen. And the player I'd like to see tales from the East End interview next will would be Harry Kenny. Uh, I'd like to hear what Harry has to say and think that would be a good interview. All right, thanks. James Lowe, co-founder of the Cheeseboard Hoops. The top three this year, I think, will remain unchanged. I think um, there was a big gap between the top three clubs and the rest last year, and I don't see that really changing this year. Uh, I think the lock will be in third. I think they're good, and they should be good enough with the players they have to get Europe. There's a bit of an unknown element about them, but um, they should be they should be all right for Europe at least. Bow's second, good squad. Keith Long's got some good players in. I think I think they'll do okay, but I, I don't think anybody will really come near Rovers this year. I think now we've almost had two players for every position, kind of on where Dundalk were a couple of years ago. And um, I think uh, we're more than a good show for the league this year. So starting 11 for Friday then, um, I go with Manus and Galt, Lopez, Hoare and Carl Kearns made Scalesy at the back. Two wing-backs, I go Cavo and Gannon. Um, Gary O'Neill and Dylan Watts in the centre. And then up top, I'd have Borky, Green and Mandreau. For top goalscorer this year, I think with Jack gone, um, Borky will have more of a role to play. I think uh, he was, with Jack kind of given the free reins, Borky had to be a bit more contained. So hopefully now, uh, with Jack gone, he can take the shackles off, and I think he'll be our top goal scorer this year. And I also think Dylan Watts will have a good year. Um, I think he'll be our, we'll get the most assists out of him. Um, he showed some good signs last year, and I think hopefully now this year will be the year that he really kicks on. Hoping now that um, with the vaccine rollout, that we'll be back in the stadium at some time during the summer um obviously probably on a limited capacity but you know that's we we take that at the minute um yeah so hopefully maybe towards the end of the summer we could have some numbers in and um depending on then how the vaccine rollout is maybe we'd have a full house towards the end of the year or maybe the start of next year and hopefully sooner rather than later I would like to see interviewed next on the Player of the Year series, uh, Brandon Mele. He was very, very good when he first came in. Uh, scored some really, really good goals. Um, played well for us and it was a tough, tough enough year. Um, I'd like to hear his account of how his career has gone. And I'd say he has some stories to tell. So, yeah, Brandon Mele. Hey, that's uh, Jake here. Um... Which teams do I think will finish top three in the table? Uh, I'd say Rovers, Dundalk and Pats. And to be relegated, I would say Longford. What's starting 11? So what I go, 11 would I go for against Dundalk? I'd say Big Al, Scales, Pico Grease, uh, Gannon, O'Neill, McCann, Cavo, 
Bork Mandrew behind Gaffney. It will be top goal scorer, uh, ho- hopefully. Uh, Gaffney, it'll be a big season for him this season. I think last year, injury obviously killed him. Um, and top assists, I'd say Mandrew. What month do I think fans will get back? Um, watching football, probably August, September. Um, and finally then, which player would I like to see interviewed for the player of the year? I'd say Brandon Mele probably. Um, he was on fire for three seasons and really just fell off. It'd be great to kind of find out what the the story, what changed behind the scenes, etc. That, that we wouldn't know. Um, and yeah, that's everything. Cheers, lads. Hello, operator. Wrap mine's glass and glazing, please. Hello? Mona, what's wrong with this blower? It's not, it's not working. Because that's not an operator. It's the Tifty's hotline. The what? Uh, the Tifty's hotline. I was going to leave a voice message. <sighs> the Tifty's hotline? But I didn't dial that number. I asked for Pat Tui's window putty. One of them hoodlums across the road is after putting a football to the mother's window. Well, now all you've done is left a stupid message on the podcast for everyone to hear. Thanks, Winnie. Well, did you wait for the beep? <sighs> what beep? Will you hang up that phone, will you? It's probably costing me 4 95 a minute now and them lads. Do you even know how phones work? Well, You're such a Luddite. You probably think WhatsApp is a town in Belgium. Oh, I'm going to have to go and record this again now. Oh, for God's sake. Hello, Tales from the East Stand listeners. Dean Granger here. You might know me from some vlogs that I've done up in Tallis Stadium. I have a YouTube channel. Um, I've been on this great podcast before, which I'm very happy about to be called back again. Um, I've got a few questions here that I'm going to answer. Um, we'll get straight into it. So who do I think would be top three in the league and who's going to get relegated? As a Rovers fan, I'm going to say Rovers are going to win the league twice in a row. Um, last season, we looked very good. Obviously, we've lost a good few players this year, but so have Dundalk and uh, Bowes have lost a few as well. So there's a, it's going to be an interesting season. No one knows what's going to happen, but I'm going to say Rovers will win the league. Um, second... I do think it will be between Bowes and Dundalk. And I think Bowes will get it this year. I think Dundalk have lost a lot of players. Rovers getting Sean Horan, Keane Gannon, which I think will add to our side. Um, but yeah, I don't think they'll be as strong as they have been. They've made a few signings, but I don't know any of the players they've signed. They're all, well, there's a few from Serbia. I think there's a few Scandinavian ones. So not uh, well-established players in the League of Ireland anyway. But yeah, I'm going to say Shamrock Rovers first, Bohemian second, and Dundalk third. I don't know how Bohemians will cope with Mandrew and, and Andre Wright. Um, I thought Andre Wright was a very good striker. Good hole to play, a bit like Giroud. But um, yeah, it'll be interesting to see. I'm going to say Rovers, Dundalk. Uh, Rovers, Bowes, Dundalk, sorry. And then relegated, I'm going to be a bit boring and say Drogheda and Longford. Uh, Finn Harps always finished you know, just above the relegation zone. Um, I can see them staying up. But, yeah, I'm going to go with Drogheda and Longford. I don't know much about the two clubs, but I'll be bored and I'll say they're going to go back down. Okay, question two. Start in 11 for the Dundalk match in the President's Cup final on Friday. Um, we've made a lot of signings. We've lost a lot of players. So I'm not 100% sure what Bradley's going to do, but this will be my lineup. We're going to play three at the back. Um, a three or a five, whichever way you'd like to say it. Obviously, Alan is in goal. Um, at the back, I'm going to go with Lee Grace, Pico Lopez, 
And I don't know who to go with between Joey O'Brien and Sean Hoare. Sean Hoare has been good in pre-season. So just based on his form at the moment, I'm going to go Sean Hoare. Um, right wing back, you could say, right mid. I'm going to say Ronan Flynn. Um, left wing back, bit of an interesting one. Keane Gannon, I know he plays right back. I haven't seen him play left back, but I'd say he could do a job there. So I'm going to put Keane Gannon left back. Um, two in midfield beside them. I'm going to go with Gary O'Neill and McCann, the new signing. Uh, he used to play for Burnley. Seems to be slotting in well. Rovers put up on their social media. So I'm going to go with them too. And then a front three of Graham Burke, Danny Mandrew and Dean Williams. Um, Aaron Green. I don't know who I want to go with. I mean, Aaron Green, I was going to play left wing back because he impressed me there when he played there throughout last season. I don't know whether to play Green left wing back or Gannon or Farouge. There's too many options. Up front, Dean Williams, I think, is the future. He could be our, our next Gary Twig, possibly. Who knows? But between Williams and Green up front, um, whoever's in better form coming through pre-season, play them up front, hopefully get a few goals against the Dundalk side who've lost two of their main defenders at least uh, to Rovers. I don't know if they've lost any more. Cannot think off the top of my head. But yeah, that'll be my star next eye against Dundalk. Okay, question three. Top goal scorer and top assister. Um, goal scorer, I'm going to go with Graham Burke. Um, we don't really, in the last few years anyway, we haven't really had one player who scores all our goals. It's more spread out through the pitch. And Burke always seems to score four or five in at least one game every season. So I'm going to say Graham Burke will be our top goal scorer. It was a tie between him and Mandrew for the most assists, but I'm going to say Mandrew this year. Um, it depends how much game time he'll get under Bradley. I think the problem last year, Graham Burke and Byrne were a bit too alike, um, sometimes getting in each other's way. Now it worked, don't get me wrong, but that could happen with Burke and Mandrew this year, as neither of them are. See, the thing with Jack Byrne last year, he dropped back into the, the defence nearly to get the ball. Whereas with Mandrew and Burke, they're basically in the same position up at the top. So, so we might see them getting in each other's way. I'm not sure, just a prediction. But I'm going to say Mandrew with assists and Graham Burke with the most goals. Um, hopefully Aaron Green is our top scorer. But it's normally a midfielder as once as I said. We don't really have a an out-and-out finisher. I love Aaron Green. Puts in so much effort in the games. Um, this could be a season where he scores 15 goals, maybe more. But yeah, we'll just have to wait and see on that. And yeah, Mandrew with the assists. He's a good, creative player. Um, I don't think he'll be anywhere near as good as Jack Byrne. But he could be the next best thing. Okay, so when do I think fans will be allowed back into Tallis Stadium? I want to be optimistic. But at the same time, I want to be a, a bit realistic. Um, obviously, COVID is still quite bad in Ireland and all over the world. So I'm going to say July. Um, a bit optimistic, but... I'd say that would be maybe two, three thousand in Tala by then. And um, they'll probably do a socially distanced. I think that could work. And um, the Premier League are holding back their last two games to be able to allow fans in. Maybe there might be a delay in Ireland to let fans back in for the League of Ireland because more so in Ireland than England, the club need the money from the fans. So hopefully, latest July we get back in. Um, it's not the same watching it on TV. Watch LOI. It was handy to have last year, but it wasn't great. Um, so hopefully it's a bit better this year with LOI TV. Um, but yeah, hopefully July. That's a bit optimistic, is it? I don't know. Um, but yeah, I'll go with July.
Okay, last one. Who do I want to see on the podcast next week between Brandon Miele, Harry Kenny and Glenn Fitzpatrick? I'm going to say Brandon Miele because, in all honesty, I don't know much about Harry Kenny and I don't know much about Glenn Fitzpatrick. See, I watched, when I first started watching Rovers regularly, Brandon Miele was there. And I thought he was a decent player. Um, I think he went to Pats there, was it? I can't quite remember, but he moved away, I think, in about 2017, 2018. And... Um, there's some scandal going on with uh, doping tests that he was banned for, I think, a year from playing any football. So hopefully we'll see him back soon. Um, I'd be very happy to get him on the podcast. Maybe we could see the answer to what happened during that doping test. Um, I won't get into the details of it here, but that would be quite interesting. Um, Harry Kenny Glenn Fitzpatrick, I'll be completely honest, don't know much about them. Um, but it would be interesting to learn about them, uh, find out about them. So either way I would be happy, but my choice would be Brandon Miele. But thank you very much for having me on the podcast, Carl. Um, hopefully we get back in the stadium soon. And yeah, keep up the good work. I'll see you soon. So a couple of Tifties originals there. Uh, head of the, t- the co-founder of the Cheeseboard Hoops. <laughs> that was founded in Stockholm in... Oh, what was the name of the bar? Oh, it's going to kill me. Right, I'll get it, I'll get it eventually. I won't think of that, but uh, we never got Mona's message. She never called back here. No, Mona never called back. Uh, put down the Jays' phone. <laughs> Four ninety-five a minute. Uh, so uh, some great stuff there. Some my predictions. I'll go mine. I'm gonna get. I'm will gonna we, go. Will we do that. Maybe after we, we the do second that at the one. end. That's the second. I think. One, but, uh, um, I love I love predicting the league the league table, yeah, especially Ray, just Ray Senior. Like he's actually he's the only person who called in who's at these games. So. I'd put a lot of stock in his opinions, especially the one about his prediction for Gaffney to be top scorer. I like that. It's a sneaky one, isn't it? Yeah. He's been doing well pre-season. I think someone mentioned he's 10-1 to 1 to be top goal scorer in the Cluster Boogies, so <laughs> there's a show. Did you get a lift out? <laughs> I did. Yeah, 10-1. to 1. Uh, Yeah, so yeah, some great stuff from the lads there. Fair play to them for getting involved in the Tifties hotline. Not sure who Keen Gannon is, but moving on. Keen Gannon at left wing back. <laughs> She, I, I had to double I had to listen back I was like is even if he did get it right or got it wrong he's taking out Farouja and Cavill and playing Gannon out of position he stood around I suppose I've already taken the piss though young Dean he, he was great though yeah great guy spoke for Ireland um, yeah so we have um, more friendly games since you last heard from us so Sunday February 28th saw a 3-1 win over Cove Ramblers at the Academy and two goals from Greener and one from Williams and later that evening, we beat Cork 2-1 in Tallaght and home debuts for our four new signings. Goals from Rory Gaffney and a late Sean Hoare winner. <laughs> so Sean Hoare is banging form in uh, pre-season. He's scoring and he's playing well. Yeah, so the first one at Rosedown. That must be the first time we've ever played a friendly at Rosedown in February. And it wasn't bleeding Baltic. Baltic, yeah. It was actually, do you remember that? It was a lovely day. And I remember thinking, I actually would love to go out and see this game. I... Genuinely, I, I was at a spare, I was spared that that day, and I was thinking to myself, just jump on the bike with Jaden, just just roll up. I was gonna put the on post jacket on. Remember I was telling <laughs> you, I was gonna put the on post jacket on and just have a lot of envelopes. Go, yeah, just in here for Bradzer has a letter there, <laughs> delivering it into Rochi there. I, uh, I, get in if you wore the on post jacket. That's what I was thinking. I have no good memories of February Rosedown friendlies. <laughs> I'm just freezing. I'm not enjoying it, but it's actually a nice day and. Nobody could watch it, so no, typical. Unfortunately, yeah. Is woody hot weather on the way out there? Because I don't know, but I'm getting dogs abused for wearing it anyway. <laughs> it's a cheap plug. 
You gotta plug the hats. I know. I know it's very windy the last couple of days, but uh, you you may have blown your beans, as you'd like to say, <laughs> uh, with the the winter tifties merch because spring is here, girl. I think so. Yeah, but then we can. Yeah, we'll have to we'll have to we'll have to get some mankinis in. Get the tifties flip flops. The tifties flip flops. I like that. Uh, so more games Robbie Keane he was seen in the dugout which led to speculation that he was taking a coaching role at Rovers it was confirmed he was only there in a voluntary capacity so um, that's Keane on the bench but he was with us before wasn't he I remember he was giving Shawzi some finishing yeah Shawzi was full of praise yeah yeah. Shawzi probably showed him the Shawzi shuffle because there's no way Robbie came up with that no the Shawzi shuffle is a thing of beauty the Ireland contract situation is bizarre though, isn't it? Yeah, I think he's obviously he's there because of Medlar. Medlar is his representative, he's our chairman. So, he's that's even more ties to the club now. But If I was to sit here and draw like a Venn diagram of Ireland, <laughs> Rovers, Robbie Keane, Kieran Medlar connections, it's, it's deep, man. And then the LOI community would lose their shit as well. <laughs> But it's man, a quarter of a million for for doing nothing the last year. Mm, and it's he's pretty much on gardening leave as it is, isn't he? So he's getting full wage. But yeah, this is all for like, coaching us. This is all John Delaney. He's the most fault. expensive coach in fucking Ireland. John Delaney gave him a four year contract, just assuming that the next management team would want to keep him. So he pretty much is entitled to kind of sit back and take it. But at the same time, he's doing possibly irreparable damage to the finances of the FAI. So we're technically getting a... So FAI are paying Robbie Keane to coach us. <laughs> I know Keane's getting a lot of stick, but this this is all Delaney's fault. This is stupid. I see you've been delving into your copy of Champagne Football. Oh, I have indeed. So, uh, yeah, that's Robbie Keane. He was there. And the Wednesday tour of March, we beat Cabotini 4-0 at Talit, the Dublin Derby. We're in the new tour jersey for the first time. I love this jersey. I think it's really nice. It's a, I was looking at the video of... I think it was Jonathan Courtney, possibly walking through the Umbro warehouse and the showroom talking about it's a the sleeves are actually all different Umbro jerseys from throughout the 80s so that's cool that's, no, that's that. there's actually actually is some relevance to it it has a bit of a training wear look to it it does but yeah. it's very slick very very slick it is cool though yeah. Um, so yeah 4-0 against Cabo uh, Alamanis back and go Aaron Green Sean Gannon Dylan Duffy on the score sheet and then Dylan Watts absolute screamer which went out on social media Clipped the bar and in, went across the goal. Absolute cracker. That's how you know it's a cracker when it goes in off the bar, as we know. In off the bar. Screamer. Couldn't end the game if we didn't score a cracker. <laughs> Out there till dark. So, um, yeah, that's it. And then each half featured a different 11, giving all 11 players a game. So we're getting minutes, as we spoke about before, getting minutes in the legs. And uh, match fitness is different to any other type of fitness. So that's what we're trying to do. Great seeing Sean Gannon back in the hoops colours. Oh, brilliant, isn't it? And uh, this time there won't be a Craig Gilbert to inexplicably keep him out of the team. Uh, some some sneaky shouts on, I think, someone named Gannon as their top assist maker in the Tifty side. That line. was actually, that was a great show. It's a great show. I think the our highest assist maker is going to be a surprise. Mm. I don't think it's going to be Mandrura Watts for some reason. Oh, Gannon was a great show. Could be Cavo yeah. as well. Think about the fullbacks we have. Hmm. Think about that. Cavo and Gannon. Do you know? Absolutely unstoppable. Do you know what it made me think of, right? Get- 2011. Oh, God. Now think of all the creative force we had. Ronald Finn, Gary McCabe. But who was top? Sully. Passed and 12 assists. Oh, I remember how good he was that season. We were obsessed with yeah. him. Absolutely brilliant. Bombing up and down the wing. Um, yeah, so that was the 
pre-season friendlies. We've more here. 2 0 win over UCD and Tala. Pat Tutti, absolutely disgusting. His UCD team are off to a bad start in pre-season. Graham Borg put us ahead and Rory Gaffney made a 4-4. Four four. Both goals came in the first 12 minutes. Lovely slotted goal by Rory Gaffney and Borky doing what he does, cutting in and on his right foot this time. So, uh, great to see the boys getting some goals. The earlier game took place at Roadstone. That was a 2-1 defeat to Shelbourne. And Bradley up. <laughs> Ali Gray's header had given us the lead following corner kick from Dylan Watts and Shell's known as Fat Club in the job. Um, by a certain ex-captain <laughs> um, yeah so not throwing anyone under the bus there you said um, Watts took that, that corner I was wondering about set pieces I was wondering, wondering who's going to take him this year a big big thing it has to be Watts but will Watts play every single game will we see a magical transformation that Bradzer can do he's done with McAnef he's done it with Bourne Pico will he do it with Watts will he turn him into that player that we need to replace Jack Bourne I do expect a big season from Watts. I know. I think a couple of the cadres said the same, but uh, I think Gannon took a few corners in the in the friendlies, so maybe he'll take some. Yeah, yeah. It depends, doesn't it? Depends who's yeah. impressing the train and who who. Like when you're on a team, so you know within the team yourself from playing and training and knowing the players, you know. Okay, right. He takes the corners. You know. You just know. Mm. Some people are better than others. But uh, probably Gaffney and McCann. They're been the most talked about so far. They're getting rave reviews. McCann is like. He's in that sort of quarterback role yeah. where he likes to start the attacks. And uh, very excited to see him now in the competitive can, action. I cannot wait to see him play. I'd say yeah. he'd start against the, in the President's Cup against Dundalk. Looks like it'd be between him and Gary O'Neill for that position. Like, I doubt we'll ever see them start the same game. Uh, it's so much so much competition in the middle of the park there. You, you get a headache, wouldn't you? Think yeah. about how it's de- Definitely did. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it. I couldn't pick it. Because you forget, like, you pick a team, you jump in, you pick a team, you're like, oh, yeah, yeah, that'll do. And then you're like, I'm going to have to leave now. Watts, Mandrew, fucking O'Neill. It's very, very tough. Um, so competitive fixtures coming up, Prof. President's Cup is free to watch on LOI. Friday, 7.45, kickoff in Tallis. So we're home. And the following Friday is our first league game. at home to Pat, 7.45. That's live on RTE. Their goalkeeper is getting all sorts of praise. Big 6.45, Laffian. Supposed to be absolutely brilliant. Uh, so that's one we're going to put a couple of couple of goals, boy. Dirty away after that, Dundalk at home, which is also an RTE, and then a couple of Saturdays. So Sligo away and Longford at home. Getting upset thinking about these away games, prof. Tuesday away to Drotted, then the Derby. Friday, April 23rd at home to Bowes on RTE again. And then seven days later, we travel to Donegal to play Finn Harps. The bank holiday Monday, May 3rd. We face Waterford at Tallet. No surprise, we've Waterford midweek. And then home to Derry on the Friday, and that's the fourth series. So we didn't get... Uh, Finn Harps on a Monday now? I'm sure we will eventually. You get them in eventually, yeah? yeah. Two two Mondays, I'd say. Mm. So next up we have uh, the, the famous Winston, or the infamous famous, yeah. or the infamous Winston at this stage. Just before you, anyone listens to this, uh, the video is up on YouTube. Uh, it'll be posted shortly before this podcast. So if you'd rather watch it than listen, then there you go, check it out on YouTube. Yeah, so Winston meets Ronald Finn. Just give us one second, Ronan. They'll have to flump, flump it up me, me, me papers. I'll be back to you now in a two seconds. You can enjoy the picture yourself then. <laughs> Thanks a million. <laughs> Hello, everybody. We're, we're back on the Zooms, uh, this time with the Player of the Year 
uh, series from, from Tales from the East. Right, and uh, we have none other than Ronan Finn, Rovers captain extraordinaire, uh, who won the award back in uh, 2012, we believe. So welcome along. Cheers. Thanks for having me on. Looking forward to it. You, you, you've, you've drawn the short straw today, Finna, unfortunately, because we, we, we have to talk about 2012. Now, we can see you looking away there straight away, because it must be a, a bit of a sore subject. <laughs> that was just a yeah, coincidence I was looking away. I don't... They call that a Freudian slip, is what they call that. <laughs> uh, now, uh, you were voted Player of the Year by the supporters uh, 2012. But, but for all the success... Uh, I, I, after all the success with the Mick O'Neill, right? But why did it go so wrong then with Stephen Kenny? Um, yeah, it was. I suppose the tra- transition from um, one type of manager, the way Michael was, uh, into a different type of manager uh, with Stephen, um, just didn't click. Just didn't happen, uh, unfortunately. And I suppose that's going to be both managers now. You look at the ones, um, you know, became international manager in Northern Ireland and gone out to Stoke. And now Stephen uh, is now the Republic of Ireland manager. So it's listen. It's funny how things have worked out. At the time, um, just didn't happen for the group. We, um, you know, had some good players. We obviously, you know, had won the league the year before, but. You know, for what one reason or another, just the combination and that Michael had it, the, the the group dynamic just didn't have the same effect. Maybe for Stephen, and it just really? uh, it went it went south, unfortunately. Oh, okay. Now I used to do a bit of coaching myself, but 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 back back in the day, you know. So I know a thing or two about a thing or two, you know. But well, for me, okay. I think signing three nineteen-year-old goalkeepers for the start. You know, that, that, that wasn't the smartest move. Do, do you think it was a bit of a, like a Brian Clough at, at, at Leeds? You know, right man, wrong time. You know, I suppose I was only young as well, so I wouldn't have been, um, you know, too aware of what was going on behind the scenes, whether really? there was many play- players available. Um, you know, you mentioned the keeper situation. Um, I suppose losing, losing Alan you know, halfway through the year before 2011 was a big loss to the club. And, um, you know, I, I think over the years, I mean, it's been difficult to replace someone like Alan. Eventually, we've got him back and you see the fortunes have changed. So, I mean, listen, your goalkeeper is, um, you know, it's a massive, a massive part of any, uh, of any team. And um, probably in 2012, I think it'd be fair to say that uh, the lads maybe that were in just weren't probably at uh, Alan Standard and even Ryan Thompson in 2011 came in and done a good job. But in 2012, I do remember um, between Oscar and Riyadh, it was um, it was a difficult time as well. Maybe if, you know the way you see kids trying to sneak into the cinema, into the films, and they put one on top of the other and they wear the big jacket. You should have done that with the, the, the with the young lads, you know. Um, I know it is. It's it's an important. It was an important decision from. Whoever made that decision at the time to sign certain players, and it, unfortunately, it just didn't go too well. Come here now. Europe was terribly disappointed in 2012 as well. Now, to be fair, right now, as I said, I alluded to earlier on, I'm following the club 40 years, right? Yeah. And, and those little Romanians, right? They're the worst team I've ever seen be Rovers. Ever seen be Rovers, right? And they, they don't uh, even exist anymore. You, you know, I you know. know. 
That, that crowd, Eric Estrada. A crowness, wasn't it? Yeah, bless you. Um, <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't one of my fondest memories in throughout my career. I can tell you that. It was. Um, that was a yeah, cut a tough period, and you know, in myself um, throughout the club that year. And um, Europe was a blow going out to that bunch of cowboys, but. I suppose you, you either deserve to go through, you don't, and I don't think you deserve well, to go through. No, I, I, I don't want to, um, I don't want to uh, drag up the past here too much, but I just want to show you the the the, the faces of some of the fans. So this is Paul McGrath. No, no, no not that fella. <laughs> not the, not the Paul McGrath the, the, with the curry chips. The, the other fella. Um, so I, I, I just yeah. show, can, you, can you see that there? Now, there's a face of, 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 of look at that. You know, I know it is. It's, it's a. Bro- it's a broken man. God help him. That's awful. You know. Now I don't know what I've done here. I'm not very technologically savvy, uh, 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 Roland. So yeah. I, just bear, bear with me. Uh, I, I don't know what's after happening here. Right. Oh, stop share. There you go. We're back. That, uh, the, the, as you can see, now that 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 lad was was heartbroken. Paul, he was yeah. heartbroken. But we 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 we've we, we another picture here. Uh, of of uh, of some of the women's that were at w- 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 that were at the game, and uh, they're they're not as heartbroken. I tell you, hell had no fury like a woman scorned. You know, there, there's there's bleeding Emma and, 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 and Eileen. And look, if looks could kill. Ah, oh, jeez, I know that's. I, I tell you, you look at look at this uh, particular individual down here, the bottom right. I know, man. It's looked like he's had a few too many. Maybe yeah. Uh, I tell him to you, drink. Did we, I'd say we drove him to the drink that night. I, I, well, I tell you, I, I was driven to myself, driven to myself <laughs> that night. But you know, I know. Listen, on the back of really, uh, the Estonia, the year before to that was a, you know, them Eastern European countries can be a bit of crack, but I don't think I um, Lithuania provided that for you. I, I don't want to tarnish everybody with the same brush. I'm not a type of individual, Ronan, but but they're snaky. Very snaky. We're going down the political route here. I don't know. Oh, no, no, no. I'm, 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 I'm very aware of, of PC, PC-ness, PC, 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 PC. When you did score, it wasn't good. It wasn't good year for you. You, you, you scored. You, you commanded the, the, the centre mid well, and you scored uh, against Darian Cork, and the fans recognised that. So we, we, were you happy to win the award? Yeah, listen, without a doubt, the, from winning the league and doing so well in, in 2011 to then expecting to hit the highs of similar highs in 2012 didn't happen. So from a collective point of view, disappointing. But, you know, from a individual point of view, it's, it's obviously an honour because Shamrock Rovers, regardless of um, you know, success or failure for an individual to win that award will always be a success because you know you look at the list of players who have won a trophy year. So to be on that list is an honor. And, well, and it's, something that, it's something that I'm still, you know, I still still to look back on and still be proud of. So um, I think you, you know, got a bit teary right there and emotional, and I, I would fully expect that. Like because, like I said, it's some list. No, it is. There's been you know you you rattle off the names and. To be to be part of that club, you know, with something yeah. not to be uh, not to be sniffed at. So no, it was it was a good year for me in terms of um, you know I you know I 
scored quite a few goals and I was enjoying my football regardless of you know, results at times, I still felt I was playing quite well. And well, this, this is it. It was, um, you know, a difficult time for the club. And, you know, I think it's only in the last couple of years now that, you know, we're back and we're, we're you know, we're hitting hopefully now in a position that we can start hitting similar highs again. Uh, come here, tell us, Steve, did you remember much of the, of, of, the, of the night in the Maldron? Wasn't it? Was the Twiggies going away there as well? I said there was a few Sherberts that night, was there? We've had a few nights in the Maldron and, I think whatever we're getting into level four, or uh, I think that's where a lot of the, the contingency ended up. So uh, and then back to the Malta for after hours. I'd like to, jeez, I look forward to them nights again. I'd say it to yourself. Wouldn't it be great? Just to get out. I was, uh, saying, I was telling you, mate, Pat Tony Philbin. Just to get back down, have a, a little point of playing, you know, and a bit of a chat. Ah, different ball game, isn't it? Ah, t- I tell you, I, I miss I it so much. I tell, but, are you struggling with it? Uh, no, not so much. Not so much that hanging around. It, it's it's herself, you know. Like like, don't get me wrong. I love her. We've been riding a lot of time, you know. She 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 she, she sold it. The they, they definitely they, they can do that. They can break any man. I tell you, I I I I, I accept I accept my 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 part, my part of it as well, you know. I, I mean, we can't be easy to live with, you know. You're like a caged animal, you know. I, I can I can imagine. I tell you, no, it's <laughs> for all it's it's badness that we've been talking about there. It went a lot better than twenty twelve under the new Stephen, Mister Bradley. You know, all unbeaten champions, and and that's very much compared to, 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 to yourself, Captain Fantastic. But, but, but what's 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 going to happen now with, with, with this season? The top that for you, European group stages are. Well, yeah, I think you're always judged of. First and foremost, first and foremost, your league success. So I think for us, it's just about it's about to be honest. It's about Pats in a couple of weeks without um, speaking to um, downplaying it. But I think for us, it's we're fully concentrating. Obviously, next week is the Presidents Cup. We'll use that again as a, the end of our preseason. But all you know, all systems, all, everything leads to. Um, to the Pats game, and then we're not really looking beyond that because I think if you start looking beyond that, you start you're carried away, up. don't you? Exactly. So we're not, we're in no position to get carried away. Like I mean, yeah. listen, we're, we're league champions and we've done well, but that's gone now. So everything is now geared to Pats. If we start thinking that we're, we're better than we are and we take our right the ball, all of a sudden you're playing catch up. So that's the manager. In fairness, he's not letting us do that, and he's setting the precedent. So um, that's all we talked about. We haven't talked about retaining leagues or cups or European qualification everything is geared towards Pats and then when we look hopefully then you look after Pats and then you move on to the next and that's that's what we built our success on and we're not getting away from that but that's well I tell you it's great to hear that because I, I, I used to manage under the nines and the 10s and the 11s and I used to say the exact yeah. same thing to them you know just, just I, the game and that's it especially then especially them kids they can get ahead of themselves oh, I tell you they're all quitting and t- TikToking and the whole shebang, you know, it's a nightmare, nightmare. Are you, are you not into that yourself? I wouldn't know how to. Look, you, you saw me earlier on, I couldn't even get the screen back. And they've been shown that 12 yeah. times. You're a bit like yourself. You're, I'd rather be a ghost than be on that. I tell you, too much information that should exactly. be out there, you know? Uh, the low profile. The low profile. That's it. Uh, how's the pre-season going? Can I ask you? I don't know where you get your energy from. You're like an energizer bunny, running around. Yeah, there. no, it's so well. I mean, I don't know. 
if you've if you've been able to sneak into any of the games, have you? Have you, uh, you sneak into Salah? Now, Roland, that's that's a sore subject. I tried to become a ball man uh, during the last bit, and I was told I was too svelte and I was too too young. Right. You know? what age you have to be? Well, over 50 anyway, apparently. <laughs> I, don't know, I, I, I don't know what they're feeding them ball, ball kids because some of them, I tell you, had their weight a mix and the rest, you know? Yeah, they're, they're a bit hairy, all right. I tell you. Uh, did you, yes. I mean, uh, you, were you one of the lads up on the, on, on the ladder up on the, the game in the I, European I, I, game last year? I tried to get up there, but... You're giving me a lot of sob stories here now. Well, you see, this this is it, and I'm leading up to that because hopefully, maybe you might be able to do something about that. that that's that's the, that's the angle. But we'll talk off air about that. For <laughs> yeah. no, this right. is no, no better man than yourself. I tell you, I could be, you know, I could, I could, I could <laughs> style your hair, whatever you want. You know. <laughs> oh, listen, give a job there, so. Oh, well, I tell you, no, I was reading in the papers that you and Joey become very close friends. And you both coached the under fifteens. Yeah, well, Joe. Yeah. Just, just before you answer that, Roland. Uh, apparently, and I've been told this by, by a, a fairly reliable source. I won't give away the source, but it sounds like Barry Carson's, and uh, it says that you 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 bigger like an old married couple. What was it? You won't go to you won't go to mass with him on Sunday. Is that it? Or, 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 or what's the? Yeah, I don't know where. Yeah, we just have a. We have a very, very good relationship, but we, uh, I suppose we're both competitive. And I suppose like the competitive spirit can sometimes spill over. So, but it's, you know, it's all a good nature. And it's, it's all, all healthy. Uh, it's all healthy. And it gives That's... a good perspective to the young lads that the elder people, they're still, they're still willing to fight their corner. So it's all, it's all in, all in respect. All in well, respect. That's, I tell you, it's great. Well, you, you wouldn't want to disclose what sort of things you disagree on. <laughs> you know, you probably wouldn't want majority football. Uh, you know, listen, it can lead in any way. We, we, there's no doubt we clash, but it's a respectful clash. Oh, well, that's that's good to hear. And, and, and tell me, yeah, yeah, you have a, a part-time job at Rochi at Gopher, I believe. Yeah, I do. Like, I haven't seen him in a while now. I don't know if he's still part of the company or he's... Is he on the missing list? Is he? <laughs> but listen, you said it, not me. I don't know. Ah, no, listen, Jonathan's, Jonathan's brilliant. He's a, you know, he's a very astute businessman, very intelligent. And um, he wears lovely suits. He passed by me one day. You, 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 you wouldn't even know with some would you? He's, you know, I've seen him. I've seen him in the boardroom. Stays quiet. Stays quiet. Then just hits you. you with, hits you with a lot of facts and floors. He's, he's somebody you wouldn't want to be a. If you're taking him on, you'd want to know what you're talking about. Oh, you wouldn't want to play him a trivial pursuit, I'll tell you that much. You know? No, he's a, he knows what he's talking about. He, I tell you, he knows something about everything. He's, um, you know, an astute man. He is. I, I, not, I a bad, some... not, a, not a bad one to learn off. Well, you see, this is it. You surround yourself with the right people. I'm always telling kids this. Surround yourself with the right people. You know what I mean? Yeah. Everybody's a teacher. They want to listen around him. You know? Good advice. Good advice. And, Again, a, a man who likes to work the system, like myself, so... That's you, it. You, you learn the rope. Now, we, we spoke a bit about, about your, your life in the club, but what about rowing outside the club? Well, well you, I believe you do a bit of R&R is to pack your fishing tackle and find a nice bit of backwater. 
Now, I had to look up, was that okay to say? Because I wasn't too sure what that meant. But it means you're, you're, you're fond of fishing. Well, do you know what? Football actually gets in the way of fishing. Football really? Is, uh, yeah. If I, could, if, if I could become a full-time professional fisherman, I do, I do it at the drop of a hat. I love it. And yeah, are we, are we talking, the, the, you know, the Jack, go, go be good to him. Jack, Jack Tarrant, the cap, the, the, the wire. No, no, that's, that's, I, I like fishing where I can, I can sit back, relax, uh, sleep in my tent and, and, and listen to me, me fishing alarms to go off. And if they go off, I get out and I hopefully have a, a nice fish to reel in. If not, I stay in my tent and stay asleep. I tell so you, I you're, really, so you're fully into it then. Ah, listen, if I could go, if I could get it, if, me, if the missus would let me go for a month, I'd be gone. Really? Well, I'll tell you, that's, that's, I wouldn't have had you down now for, for, for someone as passionate about fishing as, as, as that. That's, yeah, no, listen, I'm, I'm, I'm not looking forward to it. And there's, there's, I'm retired from football. Still certainly a few years left, but that would be something that when I do eventually retire, I'll hopefully, if if I'm allowed, I'll, I'll take up and do a little bit more often because football, obviously, that's that's um, that's number one, and then uh, fishing is a side show. So, ah, no, I love it. You should read. You should try. You can probably do with the, the, well, the, the stress. I, 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 I'm not. I'm not really one for the water myself. Now I, I, I was catfish fish. No, listen, I don't. I don't go swimming with the fish. Well, no, no, but, but, no I, I wouldn't know what to do with them, Ronan. You know, you, you know, I, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't know the one end of a rod from from, from another. <laughs> you know, uh, as okay. I said, I was catfished once, and it turns out then that he, uh, she was a he. You know, coming off all kind of fishing. You know, right? I can, I can. All right, I respect that. I'll, I'll, I'll back off the fishing subject. I was going to say we would be partial to it, in like a, a can of cars light at the side of a lake, but like that's all. Oh, that well, we could get behind that. We could get behind that. No problem. <laughs> that's know, all when, part of it. That's you know, so glass of lagavulin. It's all part of the relaxation. Well, I, I, I'm all on board. You, I tell you, me and you are sparking up a nice friendship here, huh? You give me as a show. As soon as you go fishing, you're on a holiday, and when you're on a holiday, you relax, and then when you relax, you have a drink. So that's when I arrive fishing, and there's no football clashing. The first thing I do is is have is 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 open a drink and enjoy yeah. and take a break and relax. I tell you, and a well earned can as well. Yes, yeah, so well, I can. Well, I can. Now, now, tell me, you have to spark a bit of an idea in, in me there, Rona, because I tell you, I, I'm, I'm looking at this eat like Pico thing, yeah. right? Yeah. I'm thinking to myself, fishing with thinner. <laughs> would you be into something? Yeah. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if it would, uh, if it would have the same appeal, the mass appeal that Pico is getting. Uh, you know, it could be more of the Fishing can be a boring time. It's it's not all action. So, so you're not angling for your own gig. Did you see what I did there? Did you? No. Well, yeah, I like the pun there. I'm not. A, it's not when I go fishing. It's all about privacy and about getting away from everyone. Right. I, I'm not really willing to bring people into that world. Well, well, how about dinner with dinner? <laughs> Listen, we could, we could go on and you could eat it and talk to people on the zooms. <laughs> 
we could go and rhyme in different things all all day here. Fill out a winner. He'll give you a right coaching tip. There you go. Right, we'll go with that one. We'll go Fill out a winner. There we go. Now, now, now speaking of Pico, who, who who's the better who's the better chef, Ray or Pepico? See, because I'm not on social media, I haven't seen the Pico's videos, so it's. Oh, I won't lie to you. It doesn't look right. <laughs> he hasn't. <laughs> he hasn't been grabbing your attention, has he? You haven't been. I know. Been, I jest, and I jest. I'm only saying that now uh, 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 as a laugh, and in case he comes on no. the show later. No, Ray. Do you know what Ray's brother is great? You know, he's um, you know, a true hoop and a you know a, a, a proper you know gentleman. So Ray can oh, in. Full He's respect of all the lads. We have a bit of crack with Ray. We give him a bit of stick about his food, but, you know, we all love it. And it's all taking a good banter. And, you know, very, um, you know, very polite man. So no complaints with Ray's food. You know, ah, no, not at all. have you eaten it yourself? Oh, I have on many a time. Mm, many yeah, no. up, up, up in the suite. That's beautiful. Okay. Unbelievable. And you, have you you've been in the suite yourself, have you? Oh, I have, yeah. Oh, I have, of course. <laughs> Oh, I, of course. I, I, I did the, uh, the, the the table quiz with uh, with Lee. Ah, you did not, did you? Jeez, yeah, was he, he was on our team. Yeah, no, not great, then, is he? Well, I don't want to criticise in case I, I ever uh, have him on the show, <laughs> but but he um, he did bring a lot to the table. Like the footballer, put it that way. Yeah, he stick stick to the football. There wouldn't be there wouldn't be many in the group I'd be putting forward, like in terms of IQ and things like that. I don't really? know if you've ever picked up on that. Uh, well, moving swiftly on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, right, so, so, um, so uh, come here. I, I need to ask you one more thing as well. So, Samantha Library from the RT News, right? Mm. She has a son and he's called yeah. Finn. And rumour has it, he's named that herself. Yeah, listen, I, I can't, I can't, again, so it probably boils down to the social media and I wouldn't know too much about it, so... And really? if that is the case, it's something that, you know, I'd like, you know, I'd, I'd happily like to meet the young chap. I'd happily like to, to meet the young chap and give him a bit of memorabilia. If that was, if that was the, you know, be a good gesture, I'd be more than happy to do it. Right, well, well I, 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 uh, I know Samantha very well. So if you want to give it to me, I, 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 I can pass it on. That's, that's no problem. No, like, absolutely no problem. Uh, I can, you know? I, I can, I can, I can arrange that between off air again. We'll, we'll, oh, we'll make them arrangements. We've, a, we've a lot to arrange off air. I tell you. <laughs> now, um, Roy, Finna, listen, you've been absolutely brilliant, and I've, I've enjoyed talking to you immensely, immensely. Roy, thanks for taking the time. I did ring Joey, and I couldn't get him, and I rang Jack, Jack but he hung up on me. Jack's on the sun now, Jack. And he'd okay. say, uh, Joe, Joey's probably having a, a you know a midday nap. He tends to do that. He's you know he's, he likes his midday sleep. Being the, the same and older gentleman, you know. <laughs> yeah. Just 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 take an LCS there. Ah yeah, listen. About between three and four, you won't get Joe. That's that's his that's his nap time. Three and four, Roy. Remember that now. Next time we ring him, I'll yeah. do an extra two. <laughs> exactly, I get them all day. Well, listen, 
Thanks again, right? And best of luck in the Michael D Trophy Bowl on 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 on, on Friday. Bring it home because apparently Borky needs more uh, uh, you kitchen utensils. So that's so that's uh, ah, another yeah, thing. Score you on. No, yeah. it's not. It's 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 not utensils. It's own pencils. I don't know. Own pencils. He's he's made up his new a bit of new vocabulary there, Graham. His own pencils. Well, I tell you, I got to start using it now. Drive home, man. <laughs> yeah. Get no. yourself into get yourself into B and Q and talent and look for a few utensils. I tell you, we will. Well, listen, blessings of God, yeah. Thanks very much. And I'll see you next Friday. You'll be sneaking in, I presume. I will, yeah. And look for. I'm going to dress myself up as a 19-year-old goalkeeper. <laughs> yeah, fuck. We've had enough of them. I tell you, we will we get in, what? <laughs> yeah, we get a game then as well. Hey, so I'll just ask you yourself at the gate and so I'm hairstylist for Mr. Finn. Yeah, but you the red carpet that roll out. Oh, well, I tell you, I look forward to it. I look forward to it very Ro- much. Roach you now will be will bring out the red carpet. Then you go. Oh, there's no need. You won't, I won't stop you though. I won't stop you. But there's no need. Really, yeah. there'll be no need. Roland, take I care of yourself. And Go you, go on. Thanks very bye-bye. much. Bye-bye. 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 So that's Winston and uh, the the mythical legend that he is meets our captain. And he's, <laughs> that was that was something, girl. <laughs> it's, it's one yeah. way of saying it, yeah. He was he was diplomatic, of course, when it came to twenty twelve, as you'd expect, because Finner did enjoy that success under Kenny at Dundalk years after that. Um, and the Player of the Year ceremony in the Maldron, Um from what I remember, I don't think anyone was really in a good mood, were they? No, you couldn't be. It's right. a terrible season. Shite season. The only notable thing was it was Twiggy's goodbye. Yeah. You could say goodbye to Twiggy. And um, and by the way, Gar, uh, who is six to four favour in Cholester Boogies <laughs> to be to be the new Aberdeen manager? Who do you think it is? Ooh, Aberdeen. Derek McKins. He was there a long time, wasn't he? Oh. There's a 2012 connection here. Stephen Glass. Stephen Glass. Oh, you're me. Yeah. You're me. Atlanta 2 manager, is he? Um, yeah, so... Where does that come from? Oh, That's out of the blue, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. I heard Brad's over 74. <laughs> well, Finner was loving it at the end, wasn't he? When it just became like a casual conversation for 10 minutes. Finner was just grinning the whole yeah, time at Winston. Just yeah. laughing away. He said the football gets in the way of fishing. Avid fisherman, Ronan Finn. Yeah. Avid fisherman. Loves um, I never, never really took took to it. You know, fishing wasn't really a thing for me. Went out done really mm. once or twice. Caught fish. That was it. So fuck this. Yeah. Wasn't really into it. But listen, hopefully it doesn't stop him from return or retiring anytime soon. There's still plenty of silverware to win. So Alan Manis and Graham Bork were on the hoops after school. This is great crack. Uh, there's a couple of cheeky questions. Did you see that one earlier? Yeah, I, I think... Uh, was that Green or Jean-Flay? Uh I didn't, didn't catch who it was. I think his second name was Green, but he asked him, would he rather play for Bowles or Celtic? <laughs> yeah. He got stitched up. Man, it was like, you're trying to get me in trouble here. <laughs> uh, yeah, so fantastic stuff, really is. That's the last of the series as well, I think, and it's been brilliant. It really is, I love it. Funny that they had that combo, actually, Manus and Burke, because my last interview of, of last year... 
was Manus and Burke. It was just after the Derry home game. And uh, I did a 10 minute interview with them. And it, it turned into a gif. You know that gif of Berkey laughing? Oh, the laughing one, yeah. yeah. But listen, I'm not surprised. The junior hoops, plagiarism. Constantly just copying all of the Tifty's material. They can't come up with that original. They saw that interview, trying to pass it off as their own. Listen, it's just, it's there's no class there at all, is there? <laughs> but the Mandrew, uh, Mandrew, Mandrew kissing the badge has been an ultimate piss boiler. Piss boiler FC, piss boiling Rovers. Um, we are really fucking annoying people this is brilliant this is brilliant took him a while to find the badge courtesy of Philly Maguire good old Philly and Assure Media he is a good hoop and he is going places in the world uh, <laughs> just before he kisses it it cuts to black so definitely I'm having a spat online with some fella and he's like oh I don't like Rovers or Bowls but he should be booted off the pitch <laughs> they're going lovely just hook it to the veins that's what you want so excellent stuff from uh, Philly and Assure Media. So towards the eighteen twenty-five prof, as this comes out, you will be on the countdown to the big video that's coming out at twenty-five past six, eighteen twenty-five on the Thursday. What is it going to be, prof? I don't know. It's a mystery. It's a mystery. So stay tuned on all Shamrock Rovers social media pages and keep an eye out. Pico in the last of his Eat Like Pico series as well, and he went for jerk chicken. Uh, turkey store fry and then a jerk chicken in the final week brilliant I like the sound of jerk chicken now mm-hmm. so eat like Pico did you see uh, Paco Martin's young fella Louis he got inspired and had a, his own go with a chicken curry dishing out the curry yeah good old mm-hmm. Pat child labour is alive and well fair play Pat keep them keep them on their toes uh, interview with Hoops legend Tommy Hamilton and the Wicklow people online I didn't see this one prof tell us a bit about it well, yeah, that was interesting because uh, he scored at Old Trafford in the 1957 European Cup. And I reckon Tommy must be one of the few guys from that team still alive. I'd say maybe only three guys are still alive from that team. Huge. What, what, what win was it, did you say? Uh, 57 at Old Trafford, the European Cup. Huge. So we lost 6 nil in the first leg, but... Uh, had a better go in the second leg, three two. Imagine that, Man United in the Europe. And the Rovers players got a stand ovation from the United fans at Old Trafford after the game. So unbelievable. That's cool. And uh, prize money prop. This is huge. League of Ireland twenty twenty one is six hundred k. That is a five hundred percent jump. Is it four hundred percent jump from what it is one hundred ten thousand to six hundred thousand? It's huge. Yeah, I mean they've obviously factored in the you know no crowds, no yeah. gate receipts. But uh, yeah, it is significant. Then you've got the European prize money that'll pop in as well. It's huge. It's huge. Financially, it's big. Is that not the women's prize money you're talking about? 400%. Oh, no. Well, ours was 110,000 every year. Mm. And that's pumped up to 600k. Uh, I was just reading a statement earlier. It's huge. Couldn't remember which is which. Yeah, Brad's are as well, Prof. Slammed the FEI's decision to exclude our B team, saying it was a terrible call, which it is, realistically. I mean, think about it. Every club has the option to do it. Am I right? Every club can do this if they want. They mm-hmm. choose not to. But we want to further our role zone development by getting these young lads blooded and bred into the game through the B team and eventually into the force team. That's the way it works. That's what we want to do. But we were told no. It's And if you, you can say it's an unfair advantage, but I don't think it is because we are choosing to do it. They can choose to do it as well. They can apply yeah. to have a team in the force division if they want to benefit their youth section and do this but they don't do it therefore everybody throws their fucking toys out of pram 
at Rovers doing it because pretty much it's we're, we're, we want to we want to develop and we want to get better but unfortunately it's just the way it is I saw a Bowes fan replying to the article of Bradley he, he called him arrogant which is ironic because it's, Bowes have actually benefited from our B team with a few players the likes of Alua yeah. he gained experience in the first division men's football that he otherwise would not have gotten uh, Rovers 3 aka Bray they've they've benefited big time as well yeah. Um, yeah, so that's the B team news. Unfortunately, it's uh, it's just not happening. Uh, Dundalk have reshuffled their management team, and Filippo now has a reduced role. Shane Keegan will pick the team along with Jim McGilton, Bill Hewlitzer, uh, <laughs> Philly who works in Centre down at Dundalk in Oriel Park, and Mary who makes the tea. So that is the management squad for Dundalk and Oriel. What a shambles! Madness. And do you know what? I'm calling it now. Watch them go into fucking oblivion when they play us. The biggest game out of the, out of the league. All of them are going to want to pick the team. What if someone wants the striker to start? What if someone wants to play junior out wide? Wants to play him up top? Jim Magilton, Jay Vignoli, Mary who makes the tea, Philly who works in the shop, Shane Gagan. They're not. They're not going to get on. See Mary who makes the tea. She likes four three three. Yeah, that's the thing. But Philly, yeah. Philly, he he's he's a fan of four four two. Going old school. <laughs> going two up top. So that's what you're looking at. But see, what what whatever you may think of. Um, Filippo, right? Whether he should have got got the job or not, he came from the summer camps and all that. He won the cup last year, right? He yep. was he was at the league launch as Dundalk manager. When every time they've announced a new signing, his name has been beside it with quotes, right? He's been their manager up until three days before the new season, and suddenly. He's not picking the team and he's taking a backseat. That mm. is a joke. Word is there's been major rows behind the scenes. Hewlitzer. Uh, G. Vignoli. Apparently G. Vignoli's just about to get a sack through some massive row behind the scenes. But listen... Well, the issue is the eight licence. That's it. I mean, that's been the issue for a year now. And it's been postponed for another year as well. So, there's no way yeah. he can get it, he can get it, uh, he can get it on his CV. Uh, Magilson will be there as manager on his own by June that's my prediction oh yes and Agent Jim as he's known also some great news Gar Oriel Park has received a new lick of paint oh lovely yeah so they still have all the jagged metal and H&S <laughs> problems in the stand but it looks great you're gonna the place is gonna look great when you're bleeding out on the terrace after nicking your archery in your toy <laughs> Well, what I've noticed is they're very easily pleased up there because this is from their their forum, right? And and I quote, "No more dead mice lying around." Dead. That's think about it, right? Their stadium is where dead rats. This this is their stadium is where rats go to die. <laughs> that is what Oriel Park is. It's a rat burial ground. Just think about that for a sec. That person said that with pride. Fucking hell. Think about how shit that is that rats go there to pass and be fucking doily. Ah. Right, we'll move on from Dundalk now. Uh, Jack Bourne, three months out, needed surgery on the disc herniation. And he always had trouble with his back, do you remember? Mm. And he did an interview the other day and said he's loving it and sorry, but it's new manager and the players have been very supportive. I thought Jack was dying when he saw the jersey. Holding up, I was like, Jesus, yeah. what's wrong? I was like, oh, he got a little operation on his back. I was like, fuck off, will you? It was a bit much. Yeah. But listen, it's good to see that he's getting on well. It's the, the last thing we wanted Jack not to do well, but 
Uh, yeah, the loan the loan options always open there, Jack. Don't worry. Yeah. See you in July for the Champions League. Qualifiers. It's been a while since I've said this, but Joel Costro has signed for three United, and they made a rake of signings in one day, didn't they? They just announced them all at once. That that was kind of inevitable, wasn't it? Yeah, Going yeah. back to his native. They league. were just waiting for the the red tape, aren't they? And then they got it done. He scored as well, so is a. He's playing for his hometown club, so all the best to Joel. Um, still won't forgive him for the miss in the Friends Stadium. <laughs> a new jersey sponsor replacing is replacing JD Sports is eight 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 Sport. Orange logo, black mm-hmm. outline on it. Um, I haven't been online. I assume all the feedback has been positive, is it? Yeah, I mean people people bet, so it's it's gone. Like I think it's probably a matter of time before it might possibly be outlawed. On sports jerseys or anything like that, but listen, it's it's money's money, isn't it? At this stage, um, I'm not sure what else to say. In it, I yeah. mean, alcohol is just as bad. If if you want to start going down that road and saying, well, well drink sponsors and stuff like that, listen, that it's just the way it is. I don't think clubs like Irish clubs can afford to say no to look at some. It'd be very hard to find someone that is completely ethical as well, wouldn't it? Look at some of the big clubs around Europe over the years. They have had some dodgy sponsors. Yeah. We are a League of Ireland club in this climate trying to survive. Yeah, that's it. We have to. We have to go down that road, unfortunately. But listen, I'll be getting the app anyway. Do you know how everyone started getting 888 ads on their phone? Mine was fucking happening. They're watching you. It's insane. Yeah. My missus said this to me the other day as well. Um, It's crazy. Rob Lavelle, our, our troll on Robert Shack. Resident Tifty's troll. Yeah, he just said, he said, just set up an account with the 888 Sports app. I'm going to gamble all my life savings on it now. <laughs> Great app, I'd highly recommend it. Anyone have a loan? Uh, yeah, so that's moving on from a new sponsor. Watch LOI is in place until the end of mid-season break. Cost 59 squids for over 60 matches. Rovers club members are reminded not to buy it. You will receive clo- codes to sign up. So perfect stuff for the Rovers members. Very, very, Once again, a fantastic initiative by the club to look after their members. If you're not a member or season ticket holder and you're, you're buying Watch LOI, please specify you're a Rovers fan when purchasing to ensure a share of the payment goes back to the club. So an essential, an essential thing. This is what we spoke about in the last show. We were saying it was very hard to... To get uh, motivated for the season because we didn't have it. We mm-hmm. d- at the last show recording we didn't have uh, Watch Will I did we? It wasn't scheduled to come back. It was announced literally that night mm-hmm. that we recorded. So definitely delighted with this. Yeah. I mean, it's you can watch it on the go. You can do whatever you want. But obviously we want it back in the stadium. But this is this is a so that, second season of watching games on telly, man. <laughs> that is an important note. You have to click the drop down menu and choose Rovers as your club mm. because the club will actually not get paid otherwise. So, yeah, so make sure you do that. Very very important. Soccer Republic has been scrapped, Prof. Uh, we no longer have a highlight show. And I think your mate has gone to his calling. Hasn't he gone to a racing show or something like that? Who's that? Your mate, what's his name? Collins. Oh, Peter, Peter Collins. Collins. I think he's gone to some sort of racing show, isn't he? Love F1. Formula One. That, yeah. That's his main love, yeah. What a fucking dumb. He does the Olympics every four years as well. It's a joke that it's been scrapped, really, though. It's, it's Death Blow was the reduced time slot last year as well. It was always going on its way out. Well, it's embarrassing. I have a statement for you. It's a good thing. Ah, oh, no. Why? Because I think the TV landscape now has changed big time and for the better, right? Because mm-hmm. after June, because Watch Your Boy is only going to June, as far as we know. And then it's going to be Pixla, that camera system, which is excellent by all accounts, right? So then 
SRFC TV are going to roll out a proper professional production Ooh. to stream our games. Mm. And it won't be right away because three of our first four home league games are on RTE. So there's no point. So yeah. behind the scenes, we're going to be preparing it, making it the best it can be. And uh, this is very exciting. And you have your very own commentators of the Prof and Gary P. <laughs> well, we've not been asked that. When you look at the people involved, it's it's the people you'd expect to be involved. They have a lot of experience. Yeah, I think I can guess. When you when you look at who's involved, you're like, how can this not be a success? Yeah, it's gonna be deadly. Can't wait. Keep it on the wraps in the in the in the short pocket there. But uh, yeah, no, I think it is. It's uh, ultimately it does leave. The door open for another show, you know, a little independent show maybe. Mm. Let me see what happened. But AS uh, yeah, supporters who wish to display their flags in South Stand at Tallis Stadium this season are being asked to drop them into the club office on Wednesday between 12 and 2 or half 4 and 6 on Friday. Flags will remain in place for each game. Uh, mine is still a bed sheet in Fettercairn, our Bulmers one. Uh, the Tifties one is, I think it's, I think Craig Matten, Ocean Electrical is using it as a, a sheet to paint on. I don't know, Jim Tell, I don't know where they're gone now. Gary, I have not seen these flags in... I'm so bad. A year and a half now or something. I'm very sorry, the flags. <laughs> they're, they're How do you lose two flags? <sighs> I blame Dundalk, the cup final, for that one. The other one, it's always, in, it's always a drink, isn't it? <laughs> I, did I leave one in Iceland before? I think I think Mr. Tarmy brought it for me. Oh, I think it was Prague, actually. Yeah. No, and, uh, and Prague, Iceland and Prague, yeah. Well done, Gary. So yeah, t- uh, next up we're going to go for it again, Prof. We're going to go for the Tifties hotline and our next five callers. Yellow. Okay, Justin Mason here. Um, so um, I've been asked to who do I think will be relegated and who will finish in the top three in the table. So who I think will be relegated, I'm going to go with Longford Town. I just think... It's going to be a tough struggle for them. Um, they've brought in some good players, but whether the Premier Standard, it might be a struggle for them. Um, and I just think they'll be the ones that finish bottom. As for the playoff, I think they'll be three contenders. I think Waterford, I'm, again, I, I could be wrong. Waterford could be brilliant and I could be completely wrong on this, but I'm not sure what uh, what these young lads are like. And I think it's going to be a, a tough for them. And I, I know Kevin Sheedy might not have great experience in football, but they wouldn't have great experience in the league. So it'd be interesting to see how they get on. I think Drogheda have bought well. They've bought some very experienced players like some Massey, Deegan, Dinny Corcoran. And I think that might keep them out of the bottom bottom two. Um, and I think Carps, par for the course, and they showed last year. And I think they're, they're a better side than they were. Uh, they brought Eaton Boyle back, so, and he did very well when he was there the first time, which led us to, to, to signing him. So I think Carps and Drogheda will, will escape. I'm just going to go for Longford and Waterford purely that... Like it's going to be, I think, a struggle for the young side, but I could be wrong on that. The top three, I think, in reverse order, I'm going to go with Dundalk to finish third, I'm going to go with Bowes to finish second, and I'm going to go with us to win the title. Um, I think we we, we strengthened the four players you got in, a, a, a brilliant and Richie Tell coming to someone that's going to be a massive addition. Um, Bowes has strengthened quite well. Um, I think a little bit inexperienced up front with a lower Bert, and like, Georgie Kelly hasn't got a decent one in a couple of years, so if he could. If he could get that for them, he might get them going. With Dundalk, we don't know. Um, all these new players coming in, like you've watched them, they look okay. But 
you know how long would it take them to 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 get used to how this league is and and stuff like that. So that that could be a bit of an issue for them. But I think it'll be the same top three as last year with us topping the three. Um, the starting eleven I would I would go with for next um fighting the Presidents Cup. Uh, I'm gonna go with that big Alan Goal. Um, I'm gonna go for the two wings and lads as the wing backs is uh I played three five two if it was me. But then again, that's just me. Um, I would go with Sean. Gannon, the right wing back, Sean Cavanagh, the left wing back. I'm going to go with the same three to start the cup final. Um, I know I'm leaving Horan and, 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 and Grace out, but I think O'Brien, Scales, and Pico, I think that's a phenomenal back three. And then the two we have in reserve, we, we fight brilliance on the half of the club now. Um, midfield three, I'm going to go Gary O'Neill, I'm going to go Ronan Finn, and I'm going to go Dylan Watts. Um, on, and then I'm going to go Graham Book in behind Aaron Green. Now that's my starting eleven for the season. He might not play that next week, but I'd like to think that'd be the starting eleven he will go with on Friday week against Pats anyway. But certainly that'd be the team I'd start with for the President's Cup final. I think a top scorer this season, I'm gonna go for Borky. I think he's gonna thrive in that number ten role. I think Gaffney could be will be like a new signing this year. And um, we only saw him at the start of last season. What we saw we were impressed and he knows where the back of the net is. And Greener, Greener's great at what he does. And he people forget two years ago he wasn't that far off winning the league's top scorer in twenty nineteen. So I think he'll be there or thereabouts again. But I just think Boki, I just have this feeling Boki's gonna have a hell of a season and I think that could be make him. Assist maker, uh, we get a lot of some set pieces. Jack's delivery was awesome when we some brilliant headers of the ball. But I'm gonna go I think Dylan Watts has shown in preseason he can sort of step up to that plate. So I'm gonna go Dylan Watts could be the um highest assist maker in twenty twenty one. When fans will we let back into Tala? That's a great question. Um, it's gone. It's 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 very hard to know. I would like. To, I mean, we, if we look at last year, the club had done unbelievable work, getting touch of members, getting up with season tickets, come up with great plans, and then suddenly, by the time the league first league game against Harp started, there was strenuous restrictions in place, um, and that's like that was that was pretty tough. Um, I'd like to think it'd be around. I think late July, August. In September, in and around that time, I think hopefully we'll have some level of fans back in. Um, I just think with the with the with the time uh, schedule that the government are doing, I just can't see it being any earlier. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope it's 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 mid July or late June. But I just think that where we are at this stage, I think it'll probably be. I think there'll be definitely fans in it by let's say September at the very very latest. I hope. Um. I would actually like to hear from Glenn Fitzpatrick, I think, the next player. Um, Harry, be a lot of people will say Harry and all, and that'd be great and all, but I just, the time Glenn was at the club, um, 2003 was a season that actually promised so much for us at the start, and, and we got off to a decent start, then we had that great win against Audra in the Intertoto Cup, and then it just all fell apart, players weren't getting played, and in 2004, it, it's almost forgotten that the big transfer that year was Tony Grant to, to Bowes, but Glenn went to Shells and uh, that was that was a big loss for us. And he was great in that 2003 season for us. Um, scored some scored some vital goals. I think he scored in the home game against Audrey with a brilliant header. Um, and he was a very good player for us. And he'd been a good player for UCD and was a decent player for Shells. So I'd, just the way Rovers was at that time, I'd like to hear from, from Glenn Fitzpatrick. Hi, Carl. It's John Cody. Um, just replying to your email or to your, to your message. Uh, the following is my selections. Uh, I'm going for top three, Rovers, Dundalk and Derry, uh, relegated Longford. Uh, starting 11 for Dundalk, match, Manus, O'Brien, 
Pico, Grace, Gannon, Cavo, O'Neill, Finn, Burke, Watts, and Green. Uh, Rovers top goal scorer and the highest assist maker. I'm going for Burkey scorer, goal scorer, and Gannon as assist maker. Uh, fans, question four, uh, July. Question five, Harry Kenny. Yeah, the reason I picked uh, Harry was because um, he has one of the, he's one of the funniest people I know. A very very funny fella. Um, also had a hugely long career and also had some downs as well as ups. A lot of a lot of uh, success in his career, but he also had a couple of broken legs, I think, in his time. So it would be interesting to see uh, to hear what he has to say about that. That's why I'd like to hear Harry. Thanks. Hey guys, it's Jerry here, aka Holland Holland Hoop. Hello, how are you doing? Uh, thanks for your questions. Here are my picks. First off, I think Rovers will, of course, win the league. Uh, I think Dundalk will end up second. And as a surprise, I'm going to say Derry ending up in third place. Uh, for the relegation spot, let's hope it'll be Longford. Uh, my starting lineup for the President's Cup on Friday would be Menace in goal, a back four. Joey O'Brien, Gracer, Pico, Sean Kavanagh. I'll have a midfield with Sean Gannon, Ronan Finn, Chris McCann, and then I have to choose between Mandroyu and Watts. I would pick Watts up front, Berkey, and Bomber Green. Uh, for the top scorer for the coming season, I hope it'd be Aaron Green, 15 plus goals. For sure, has to be possible. As the king of the assist, I'll go with Dylan Watts. I hope to see some crowds back by September, hopefully a bit before that, but I'd say around September, and it'll probably just be limited numbers. And let's just hope I'm wrong and that we can all go before the end of the season. The player I would like to see interview in the Player of the Year series, I go with Glenn Fitzpatrick. Uh, first off, because I've never seen Harry Kenny play, so I can't really comment on that. And I would just pick Glenn Fitzpatrick over Brandon Miele for his goal against Audra uh, in Richmond Park. What a great day in, uh, in Inchicore that was. Okay, thanks guys, and keep on hooping. Rebecca, uh, top three finish. I'm going to go with Rovers, Dundalk and Bowes. For relegation, I'm going to go with Longford. Um, team for the President's Cup, I'm going to pick Manus, Joey, Pico, Grace, Gannon, Kavna, Finn, Watts, Burke, Green and Gaffney. Um, for top goal scorer, I'm going to pick Gaffney and assist maker, I'm going to go for Watts. I'm going to say around September time we'll get back into Tala. I would would like to say sooner, but I don't think so. And uh, for Player of the Year series, we're going to go with Glenn Fitzpatrick because Aaron said so. Anyways, lads. Paul McGrath here. Uh, good to be back. Looking forward to the start of the season and the, the President's Cup on Friday night. Uh, top three teams in the league this year. Uh, definitely have to go with Rovers, top of the table. Um, I think we've signed as well as we, we possibly could. Obviously losing uh Bourne and McAniff. McAniff was a massive one as well, especially so late on in the in the transfer window. And it came out of absolutely nowhere, so that's it. That's a real kick in the teeth. 
think we'll realise how good of a player well I think everyone knows how good of a player he was but um, we'll, we'll see it we'll see it this year unfortunately uh, in regards to the players we've signed Chris McCann looks, uh, what, from what I've heard he's been, been excellent in pre-season uh, apparently Gannon is just slotting in comfortably as well uh, which is probably what most people expected I suppose um, but uh, yeah, I can't see I can't see anyone touching us there in regards. Uh, we've the most settled squad, and, and there's other you know, clubs. Some other clubs are in turmoil, so um, I, I definitely see us finishing top of the top of the table. Probably, I think the toss up obviously between Bowles and Dundalk. I think most people will have them too, second and third. Uh, probably Bowles will just injure again this year. I think they've lost quite a few decent players in fairness. Uh, Andre Roy, Danny Mandrill, obviously to us. Um, Danny Grant going to England. Uh, Dan Casey as well. I think he's gone to America or something. Um, and then they've they've they've, they've, they've signed a few good players. Sebastian Harry, obviously from from Linfield, but he was decent at Waterford about two years ago. Be interesting to see how he does. And then Wilson and and Q off Waterford. I'd say I suppose they're very good. They very good last year, so they could be very good signings for them. Um, uh, but the likes of, I can't see them up top. Georgie Kelly and and uh, Alewa were just. Kelly Kelly didn't do anything at Pats last year really bar I think two goals and early on and, and just a little isn't good enough thank God so yeah, we're able to get rid of him but uh, I can't see him doing much for balls Dundalk then major clear though I think I was looking at their, their, uh, their ins and outs there just when I, when, when, uh, when I was asked to do this uh, I think 15, 15 departures 7 new players with no league of Ireland experience which like that's, that's not going to work I can't see it working anyway uh, but there, as everyone else is saying, they could go either way. They'll either be excellent, or they'll be, they'll be, uh, they'll be well after, well after the title push. Um, I, I like realistically, they need probably five of them, them seven new players to do to be excellent to challenge us, and, and I can't see that. They might have two really, really good players. Um, but but it'd be interesting to see. I can't see it working out for them, and, and I think El Filippo could be under pressure fairly early there if it doesn't go well for them. Um, the only one, only other team I can see probably challenging them would be maybe Sligo with Greg Bulger in there and, and that lad Walter uh, Figueira off there. He seemed decent enough last year, exciting enough player. Hopefully Bulger can stay injury free. I like Bulger, so I'd like to see him do well there. Uh, in regards to relegation, I'd be happy enough to see Longford go down. Don't really care about any of the other clubs there. Uh, Finn Harp's obviously a decent club and stuff, but I'd just love to see Longford, Longford go down after all that shy talk last year. So uh, yeah, fuck Longford. Um, in regards to the Presidents Cup game Friday night, uh, I'm I'm not hundred percent on on injuries and who's available and stuff like that. Um, I'd have to go three five two. I'll probably pick one or two lads who here who aren't even available. But uh, similar formation to last year. Obviously, Big Allen goal, Joey O'Brien, uh, Lopez and Grace at the back. I'd go thinner on outside right. Um, probably McCann and what's in the middle with, with Gary O'Neill I'm not sure if Gary O'Neill is available but I think he has to be in there and then Cavo obviously out on the left especially with, with Lafferty gone there now hopefully Cavo's I heard he got a knock through the night but hopefully he's um, hopefully he's back to full fitness for the game and he can slot back in he sh- should be a massive player for us this year if he, if he can if he can stay fit we all know how good he is he could easily be probably the best player, player at the club if he gets going and gets a full run of games um, I'd put Borky in there just for the go- his goals, uh, I think he's going to be a massive player again this year, especially with 
with Bourne going out of the team, I think it should be. Uh, hopefully, it's it's being drilled into him through preseason how how important he's going to be for us, and we we really need him to get more goals. Uh, and then Greener up top. Uh, I think he deserves to be there. I've, I've have obviously haven't seen any preseason games like everyone else, but apparently himself, uh, Greener uh, is doing well up top. Uh, he's got a couple so far this season, so I'll go with Greener. In regards to top scorer and assists, um, I'll go for the for the for the overs this year. I'll go with um, Bogey as I said. I think we he's he knows he has to know now how much we need him. Uh, he needs to step up to the plate again this year. He, he was able to get five against Cork last year, and he, he got a couple more after that. But he should have had plenty more. Um, and I just hope he, he goes back to the the seasons he had when he first came to us, and he, and he was banging the goals in before he before he left. In regards to assists, it could be anyone. Uh, Dylan Watts had a, had a decent season last year. Uh, but I'm going. I'm going to actually go with Sean Gannon, even though I don't have him in, in me me side for Friday night. I think he will work his way into the team. And he gets up and down the, the wings well, especially if he's playing the, the wing back role. Um and I can see him being involved in a lot of goals this season. Um, in regards to getting getting people back into, into talent and into matches, um fairly pessimistic with, with what the government are saying in regards uh, a million a million a month being vaccinated and I can't say it being until at least September, October at the earliest, um well 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 after the summer. Before anything like matches and stuff like that, um, especially big numbers, fair enough, you might get a hundred or two hundred into games during the summer, maybe. But getting any sort of decent numbers in itself be September and October. Uh, regarding uh, the interview, um, I've never seen Harry Kenny play, so and I've, I think he's done a podcast with him already. So, so that Glenn Fitzpatrick or Brandon Mille, um, fuck Fitzpatrick, he left us to go to shells that time, um. I remember the game we played in Tolka the following season when he just signed I think it was the first game of the season I can't remember where we beat them I think we might beat them 2-0 I can't, I can't remember but uh, I think one of the lads jumped onto the pitch and tried to attack him after the game which was a weird crack uh, but no I'd like to see I'd like to see an, I'd like to hear an interview with, with Mele Brandon Mele um, always liked when he played it was, seems like a decent lad just known to say hello to him wouldn't know him too well but um, listen unfortunately what happened what happened his career and how his career ended but uh might be nice to get an interview with him. Uh, he probably needs it more than anyone as well. He's fucking as far as I know, he's not involved in football at all, and he's not allowed to be involved in football. So, might be a, might be a nice invite for him to get. He might might appreciate it. So yeah, definitely an interview with Brandon Mille. So that's our next five callers and uh, Joe's as always. Um, nearly a bigger media hard me at this stage. We Polly Polly was great. Fair fair play to him the weekend of his wedding and all. Yeah, dialing into the Tiffany's hotline on your honeymoon. Now that's dedication. So some really good stuff there. So um, you, got, you got a shout out from Marty Wheel on the radio. That was brilliant, yeah. Marty spotted his Rolls Royce. Rocking around in the Rolls Royce cloud. Yeah, he had a great day by the sounds of it. Uh, the league trophy was a guest of honour. So, uh, so big congratulations big congrats to, to Polly. Polly and his lovely, lovely wife Michelle. So um, we had, all together there, we had five callers. If you don't include Mona's sort of interruption <laughs> with Winston. Uh, sorry, we had ten callers in total. Uh, three Tifties debutants. So we had Ray Whelan Sr., we had Jake and Paul McGrath. And we will certainly be gunning for Ray Whelan. I was only talking to him about an hour ago. Mm. He will eventually be on. I thought he'd be a great pick for another Worst Eleven, but he says <laughs> he's been quite diplomatic as usual, but we'll get him on eventually. Nice spread of answers too to the last question, wasn't it? About the who they want as the next guest, because it probably depend on your age. Some people were too young to remember Harry mm. Kenny. 
some people, uh, you know, Brandon Miele is fresher in their mind. Um, Brandon Miele all day for me. But it was a good mix, wasn't it? A few, a few said Harry, a yeah. few said Glenn, a few it wasn't said Brandon. Wasn't expected, was it? Yeah. I think Brandon all day. He was brilliant with the club. Mm. Obviously had his ups and his downs. And it could be a feel-good piece from. I mean, he's he's nearing the end of his band now. I think, could, it's, could, I think it's June. It could get him back in the window. You know, if he's yeah. get, if he gets fit, get him in. We won't be a hatchet job, obviously not. We want to get him in and hear about the treasure room tales and the goals against balls. You know, we'll, we'll try and get him in. So, Brando, are you listening? I'm coming for you. Yeah, Paddy said that we'd had Harry Kenny on before. Uh, not true, actually, Paul. That would be a first if we had Harry on. Yeah, I was trying to think of that myself. Yeah. Uh, a few people want Glenn on, even though he, he was gone to Shells after just one season. Uh, including Risky Rebecca. She said Glenn. She deferred to her brother Aaron there. Risky Rebecca. Yeah. She know she know this is what she's referred to as. <laughs> Didn't she change her Twitter handle? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, so that's our uh Tifty's hotline and this will be a regular thing now as well. We'll have it in all sorts. We'll come up with different questions. I think the next one might be the Europe question. I think if you have a gripe as well. If you have a gripe, yeah. call the hotline. If you think yeah. something's not right, if you don't like something on the show, if something's annoying you, if the if they're not giving you mustard on your hot dog in the in in the, the food van when we get back to the stands, let us know as well. Yeah, so starting elevens and predictions are coming up now, Prof. It's been a while and this is the toughest one yet, so here we go. Wait, I'm gonna I'm gonna blow me beans on this one, right? I'm gonna go Alamanis. Uh oh Jesus, three fucking I'd say we're gonna have the same team here. I I can't change the back the back tree. It's it's gotta be. But that's Sean Har's been good. Pico, it's gotta be it's Pico definitely anyway. Can't drop Joey. Ugh. I'm gonna go great. I'm gonna go Grace again. I'm gonna go Pico, Grace, and Joey. Right. I can't drop them. Same as me. So Cavo far. on the left, obviously. Gannon on the right as well. Mm-hmm. But here's the fucking predicament. Who do you play? Three well, chances. Like McCann as a defensive midfielder will start. I'm gonna put Cat McCann in the middle of the park, right? So Gary O'Neill's getting dropped. Dropped might be a harsh word. Left on the bench. <laughs> not what, what a player, by the way. Gary O'Neill's not playing for me in this one. Uh, I'm gonna put McCann on. I'm gonna play Watts. I'm gonna play Badge Kisser. Mandroy, man, Mandroyu, uh, Bork, and Gaffney or Green. Gaffney or Green. Gaffney or Green. I'm gonna stay loyal and play Gaffney. I play Greener, and uh, Gaffney to be a super sub. So that's our only change then, or any difference rather. You going for Gaffney? Based on his form, I think he should start. I'm telling Greener. Okay, it's only friendlies, but. That's such a tough team. Who have we left out? We've left Finn out. Ronan Finn, the captain's left out. I know, I started staring at my team l- later on and I was like... No Gary O'Neill, no Finn. No Finn in there. No... No Scales. No Scales, no Hoare. Uh, it's tough. It's tough. Like, you're leaving out five or six top players there who feel they should be playing. I'm going to go 3-1. Three, 3-1. One. Three, one. Green, Mandroyu and I'm going to go Cabo three goals and uh, they'll they'll get a consolation at the end maybe Hoban but uh, yeah 3-1 I'm going to say one all Gaffney's a score and then we win on penalty you are the prop and then because that's just a bit of a tune up 
for the President's Cup and then we'll be firing on all cylinders against Pats excellent excellent really really happy with that now Prof it's uh... did you see the 2020 Capa del Rey is being replayed and then the 2021 final is like two weeks afterwards what do you mean replayed like Uh, it was never played so they're gonna so who plays in it wasn't that the Dutch one as well do you remember that Dutch one was just cancelled they just cancelled even though the final was decided (laughs) do you remember that I know fucking insane I couldn't understand that so 2021 and then it won a couple of weeks so you could win the double oh the same team is in it twice that's it yeah is it Sociedad I forget which team is now but uh, does this mean like we can't play the President's Cup 2020 just forgotten about yeah can we just give two trophies we can lift it twice <laughs> you win it you go <laughs> poor Robbie Gaffney <laughs> poor Robbie Gaffney at home with his ticket I know yeah can't do anything with it best tenor I ever made <laughs> but um, quick start uh, this is our first would be tifties without the stats this is our first President's Cup um, the last time we played a League Champions versus FBI Cup game of this sort was the old LFA President's Cup under the Leinster Football Association that was 1994 and we lost 2-1 to Bowles oh thanks Bob it's a great note to leave it on fair play to you you're welcome so that is it for this week and once again you can get us on Tales from the East Stand on Instagram you can get us at East Stand Pod on Twitter Riley Parsons on Facebook so check us out follow us do all that stuff that Prof hates on social media um, yeah so we're flying here and uh, right so you can forget Harry and Megan or Megan as <laughs> who pronounced as that recently I was watching the UFC and the Americans pronounced Megan Megan we got Megan like fucking how can you butcher that an easy one that's ridiculous how can you butcher Megan but yeah fuck them too fuck Harry and Megan the real royalty this Friday with Mickey D and the trophy ball <laughs> the president is a friend of the show of course me and him good pals a few biscuits together you know yourself uh, we had him on a chat a few years back so here's to you Mickey D Together from beneath the call of you On that morning I sought to keep a promise Matured with years Together we would climb a mountain I pushed away my stiffness Together we waded lightly through grass When we began the ascent You ran past me Skipping in the low places Not wanting nor heeding my warning A smile was sufficient to displace my irritation And advice thrown lightly away And we rested together on a plateau Together now, more slowly, we made our way